Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And welcome back. Pizzaville is our sponsor, and we still have a lot to say. I want to ask uh, uh, you all about St. Michael's College. What a story. We've been covering it here all week. Uh, The development is really quite incredible, and now this movement where we really see the damage that's been done to the structure of this college, and the president and the principal resigning yesterday. And as we began this hour, we had a former... A football player who was on the team and he said he had a very similar thing happen to him kind of buried it now he realizes this is not something that is normal and really talking about the damage here Michael what do you make of this if there's so many different areas we can go on this we have we have crisis management but we also have a story about secrets coming out and they're criminal well, and this, uh, you know, it's sort of like this Me Too movement when you start mm-hmm. looking back and you realize, and again, how pervasive is this is, I think, is one of the things we really have to start asking ourselves as a society. Um, you know, I went to Senator O'Connor. It was a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. I went to George Henry Academy after that. And never once did I see anything of this kind in mm-hmm. all the years I was in high school. I mean, we did seem ridiculous things. You know, as I said, I think I mentioned this last week, you know, pouring vinegar on our ties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just the ridiculous stuff that kids do. But this is just a whole nother level. You know, I was looking at, you know, 58% of students in the United States between grade seven and grade 12 report some form of sexual harassment. Now, serious sexual harassment yeah. is in the 10 to 12 point, you know, percentage range. That's enough. But that's ins- absolutely insane. 58%. So I think our question here is what's going on? I, I, I you know, St. Michael's is sort of in the, the, the eye of the hurricane on this thing mm-hmm. because there's, and people are coming forward and clearly there was some kind of culture that, that uh, allowed this to go on, some kind of, a, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the way it was con- constituted. But I think we have to ask ourselves more broadly too, like where is this happening? How is it happening? And probably the most important thing is how do we stop this happening? And how do you, John, how do you stop this happening? Well, uh, I mean, uh, sunlight is the best disinfectant, is the cliche. But in this case, uh, before it disinfects, it's caused a lot of pushback and problems here. Well, especially when you look at the hazing side of it, because this is not the first time that an institution got in trouble on hazing. So you would think that past practices and past, um, you know, uh, um, d- d- lights being shone mm-hmm. on past hazing practices would sort of make institutions and administrators realize that they should maybe do some self-reflection and find out from themselves if something is going on. So the fact that that hasn't happened uh, is, is a lapse in judgment and, quite frankly, some sort of re- responsibility issue that I think has caused the this institution, St. Michael's, um, to have to fire their principal and, and mm-hmm. their president because... Somewhere, some along the line, somebody said, wait a second, we get that you tried to stem the damage by doing what you did. And to his credit, he, he basically said, look, I was v- looking after the victim and I didn't go to police as fast as I should have and, or as quick as I should have, even though the law says the minute you hear about this, you're supposed to go to the Children's mm-hmm. Aid Society first and foremost, and then they will go to the police if they feel in, in deem it necessary. But, it, but I think what's gotten... F- 
this this principle, especially into trouble in the president, is that there's now multiple cases of this that have happened under his watch. Uh, and the fact that he either didn't know or didn't report them is the problem. So it is. I, but it also, you know, it's interesting, as you say, there's a couple of things there. Um, first of all, the chain of what happened and, you know, saying I care about the victim. What's the point I want to ask you, Sherry? What is the point of having these rules of reporting if, if they're going to be wiggled around, they're there for a reason. Look, I work with educators and Catholic educators. I actually was speaking at a Ontario English Catholic Teachers uh, event last night when I had a voice. Um, uh, and, uh, and the, the, you know, the, the discussion really um, was in part about this and, and about all the rules that were not followed by that administration. You have to report, not just if you're an administrator mm-hmm. in a school, anybody who witnesses mm-hmm. or knows of assault has to report it. That's the law against a child. Um, and so here are people who should have known better and who did not, who it was really quite negligent. And so I understand, I expected that they would have resigned days before. So, um, and the culture is the next problem, of course, is why did it happen in the first place? Who are these boys? And how do you care for the victim? Because this poor child, children, because there's multiple mm-hmm. They're going to walk around with this for the rest of their lives. Rest of this, their lives. this is is unconscionable. So a lot has to be looked at. But first and foremost, uh, those in charge, the adults, they have to be looked at. Yeah, they do. Now, I just want to throw this. You know, we had someone who went there who told the whole story and said he had a similar thing happen. And I've interviewed a lot of people who've been victims like this. And here's what I don't get. Whether it's a church or this, there's this whole tendency to put it into that it's some ritual hazing. And we have it in our mind. But those people who suffered in the churches wherever that felt that they wanted to yell from the rooftops because it was up to the church, up to the institution. They were making all these decisions. And I've said this on all week, and I'm going to say it again on this Friday. If though somebody was charged with that crime and actually did what those allegations are and they did it walking down the street or anywhere else, they would do time. It's a serious crime. Is it really we're giving too much leeway here to these institutions? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know, to be transparent, I'm a Catholic, I'm a practicing mm-hmm. Catholic, but I, you know, I came from Ireland and what is going on in Ireland and what we're discovering about how the Catholic Church operated in Ireland is absolutely unconscionable. There are literally, you know, uh, on the stories just keep coming out. And that, and the problem that, mm-hmm. you know, comes back, what's the central theme of that problem is institutional, uh, a focus of, an inst- of institutions mm-hmm. to protect themselves. Their first instinct is to protect themselves protect rather than the protect brown, the victim. That's right. Surround it. Absolutely. And, and that's and that's part of the problem. John, is that something we're we're getting we're getting from here? Because, you know, as Michael said, in the in the church, there used to be pushback and fight on this. I, I certainly think after that report from the the Pennsylvania grand jury uh, that the, the floodgates opened. Mm-hmm. We're well, getting the message here, stuff's happening, and it's not up to the institution to protect itself. Well, and I think, and I'm a Catholic as well, and I've, and I've been, you know, obviously watching and listening over the last number of years of what's happening with the Catholic Church and all of the uh, the transgressions.
confessions and, and, and the hiding and, and that kind of stuff, which has hurt mm-hmm. the Catholic Church uh, in, in more ways than you can imagine. And, and, and people have, have left who are Catholics who just because of, of disgust, um, you know, this new pope comes in and, and wants to clean things up and has been able to at least expose some things, and but still not enough and not fast enough. And I think that's where the concern is. So you've got this institutional mindset with, with not only the Catholic Church in mm-hmm. some cases where they're where they're having their, their issues, but also St. Mike's because they're from the Brazilian fathers who are, are a chapter of the Catholic Catholicism, you know, and, and, and so that's an issue too. So you've got people looking at that saying, okay, well, it's a private boys' school, one. Secondly, it's a Catholic private boys' school, two. And then you've got this issue happening, which of course is just reminding people who thought that the Catholic Church might be on the right path now again to say, well, here we go again. And and again, this hiding of stuff or this, this maybe not reporting fast enough is causing them no more damage. Is it finally, and I, you know, I'll give the final word before we sure. go to break to you. the Protestant with no voice. Uh, yes. <laughs> Protestant with no voice. Is it, you know, I, I, I know that we focused, of course, we know what's happening in the Catholic yeah. Church, but I, I keep talking about Penn State. There's also the religion of sports here, too. Absolutely. And uh, again, hazing has been going on <clears throat> as long as we've had sports mm. and universities mm-hmm. and people congregating. Um, the shocking aspect of this is that it's still going on violently Mm -hmm. um, and Mm -hmm. that assault is still happening. Um, And it's not just the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. I mean, lest we forget residential Mm -hmm. schools, Mm -hmm. all churches were involved in those. And in some of those schools, up to 50% of the children died that attended. So, uh, and all Canadians are Mm -hmm. still paying for that. So we have to look at institutions, Mm -hmm. particularly institutions that exert power over the people that are part of them, uh, children in this case, and and say there's got to be a chance for whistleblowers. Something has to change in that in that culture and make them and make them comfortable we're going to take a break and we're going to be back here with our panel this is global news radio 640 toronto thanks for listening to the john oakley show podcast be sure to rate review and subscribe for free at apple podcasts google podcasts and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio